Hello guys, welcome to the Film Feast! Today we're going to be talking about whether or not Tenet sucked. Uh, if you know me, which you probably don't because it's only the second episode. <clears throat> uh, Editor Tazi here. It's actually the third episode, you nimbus. It was okay. Uh, but we'll get into more of our opinions. Join me, Tazi, and Brent as we talk about this movie. There you go. Hey, right. and it sounded um, fine when you were looking when you were listening to it, right? Yeah, I tested it. Uh and we're recording in Zoom. Hello everybody. What's up? Have we figured out how we're introing? We're doing an intro on the uh, the. Uh, remember, we're taking turns doing the intro. Like yeah, but how? But but I'm still. What are we doing for the intro? Because then, how does that intro that we pre-record transition into us talking? It just does. It so you do the intro and then... that makes sense. <laughs> I know what I'm doing. Yeah, I you don't. Do though, I want to. I just want to understand what we're doing because I don't know how to start the conversation because I don't know where we're coming from. So, like, are we just supposed to start talking and say, "All right, tenant," and then you're gonna fade into us talking about tenant? Or yeah, basically, that's exactly right, what tenet. it is. So we do. <laughs> so it's the intro. So whoever does the intro for that week, we do an intro and then we run the the ad which is just our stuff right now. And then <clears throat> after we run the ad, we'll fade into the um, actual show. Gotcha. And then there'll mm -hmm. be a mid roll and then, you know, and then we won't monetize on YouTube. That's right. Screw yeah. YouTube. Yeah, we don't need YouTube's money, just their although, platform. <laughs> although some people, some, they, they still put ads onto people who make their things ad free sometimes. Yeah. So. I know. So everyone, download your ad, download your free ad, ad blockers that Google provides. Funnily enough, Google allows <laughs> you to put an ad blocker. And then they get blocks. mad at you for having ad blockers. <laughs> download, download ad blocker that will soon uh, uh, sponsor us, and then you won't have to get ads. Yeah. Wait. Yeah. Are you in cahoots with some ad blocker company? No, I'm just saying. Eventually, we, once once you know the one ad, the one company that helps you uh, do that kind of stuff eventually sponsors us because they sponsor everybody. Yeah, the the VPN place. Oh, Nord, uh, Nord Nord, VPN. Not no. What you can't I see their Nord. name? That's free advertising. Oh, I'm sorry. I you use NordVPN. No, I like no one, no one used NordVPN. It's yeah, sucks. we ain't NordVPN. No, we can't. I don't, I don't use Nord. Nord. We can't, name, oh, we can't name drop them until after they sponsor us, and then we can talk about. I, them well, there's we a want, few. There's ExpressVPN. ExpressVPN too. Yeah. This I think is the most popular. Express and Nord are probably the most popular. Yeah. yeah. Nord's the goat. The OG. Anyway, we're talking about Tenet today as yeah. whoever did the intro. <laughs> we're talking about Tenet. Uh, we're both tired. Brent and I, uh, we just learned that Brent and I both have had and might are probably still. Well, no, it. you had it. I got it from you having it. It's called the flu. Yeah, we're not, we're not allowed, just we're not allowed to. We're not allowed to talk about it any more than that. But Brent and I are a little. Well, Brent's, Brent's I mean, definitely very much more exhausted than I am. I'm just regularly exhausted. Like, I can't breathe. It's hard to breathe um well clear your nose then goofball <laughs> so now that we've talked about COVID, have a better about... immune system <laughs> son well i Tenet. would if i had the vaccine the then my, i wouldn't even gotten this anyway okay, so i have a lot of issues now. with tenant oh my so gosh yes, let's know. go let's do it <laughs> I want I want Tazi to start this conversation off because okay so uh, like let's just start off actually let's do this so Tazi hates it I am of the opinion I that I, I don't just very much dislike you, you it. Okay, you, you dis it? you dislike it. I am of the opinion that I enjoyed it. Every time I watch it, I enjoy it, but it's definitely not my favorite Nolan movie, and I can definitely see the problems with it. Okay, yeah, I if like you guys it. have letterbox. Sorry, uh, go ahead. I do, but, but let it's like a social media <laughs> thing for filmmakers. Excuse me, Tazi. 
Let him talk. D- Brent, Brent, I'll, I'll make sure Tazi shuts up so you can speak. Tazi, I'm quiet. Tazi, I don't know why you keep on talking. Tazi, stop laughing. You're interrupting me. Tazi, Tazi, Tazi. All right, there. I, I got him to shut up for you, Brent. I think it's good. Tazi. Every time I, I'm going to leave this meeting. I'm going to leave. Oh every God. time. I swear, both of you. Every time I watch this movie, I've watched it once. Every time I see something about it, I thought it was good. But every time I see someone try to explain the plot, I get really confused and have no idea what's going on. I still really enjoyed the movie when I watched it, but still trying to just think about it because it's a really confusing uh, premise. So I just get really confused whenever I think about it. So I try not to think about it and just kind of watch it and enjoy it and not really think about the whole time and paradoxes and everything like that. Um, yeah. Well, you're going to have to think about it today, sir. Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> so I have a letterbox account. If you'd like to follow me, it's Tazi Starfire, just my name. All right. Anyway, my review is three stars and it says gross and that's it no context that's it so here's my context there's a lot wrong with it story wise there's like you don't know visually i mean sound there's just so many things that are wrong with it and i think people are are defending it because it's a nolan film nolan is a great director but this is a huge flop huge flop comparison in comparison to his his previous films um it's so much hype and it just didn't work it didn't pay off it didn't it didn't save the theater industry as we know everybody's going out of business the reason that is is because that's so much flop and it sucks it's no one's fault the theater companies are going out of business it's no one's the fault that because tenant failed did he even fail technically it's i mean it's made a profit It's but, currently made a profit, but it is it wouldn't be like for how much they spent on it, it's barely made its money back. My guess is we'll see a re-release of it come uh next next probably this sometime later this year. Also, it's DVD sales are some of the best DVD sales, and those aren't public information. So it could have made Warner Brothers a massive profit at this so point. So how would you know it's the best DVD sales That's if those exactly numbers what aren't, I was aren't public? All we know is that they've released the, that they've said I want to I want to say I, I saw some news article that anymore. said they, they've got good Tazi, DVD sales. I think literally everyone has a maybe not everyone, but a lot of people have DVD players with consoles. Who yeah. buys like movies? A DVD to play player on by of people itself? buy Blu-rays. No, a lot of people. Movies? A lot of people still buy physical movies, like discs. Still, yeah. That there's yeah. still a market for. Like Abby, my to, girlfriend, she she buys discs. Time. Like their family has a yeah. has like bookshelves full of DVDs because they like the physical. A lot of people like it's the same thing with video games. People like buying the physical copy of the game instead of getting a digital download. I prefer to getting the digital download, yeah, but same. you also get more stuff when you get the DVD. But digital has its bonuses because it's much more. I also think yeah. the mindset is when you buy a Blu-ray, you can't lose it off of a streaming service. You just always own it. Yeah, like like Harry Potter. You could use Peacock. a VPN. Well, yeah, you had, but you used to be able to get it on Netflix through VPN. On HBO Max can. now, I think. It's not on HBO Max. It's on Peacock. Peacock, on Peacock that's it. You can Why still is it get on it on Peacock? Netflix through VPN. I don't know. Why is it on Peacock? I, I don't think it's available anywhere on Netflix anymore. It is. I oh, watched, sweet. Yeah, I watched it. As Tazi has said for the fourth time, Justin, <laughs> it's on Netflix if you use a VPN. But I didn't know There's if you watched website. it recently because it used to be yeah, on this Netflix. Year. But I didn't realize that he had just recently watched it. Yeah, Brent. Okay. All right. So here's here's quick note on the Tenet DVD sales. Uh, Nolan has been number one since arriving on shelves December 15th. It was the top disc seller for three weeks after its premiere before ship, uh, slipping to number two. Because every other movie ago. was canceled. And this was from January. This is from a month ago that this article was posted. So for, for a month, it was the top seller. Uh, they don't have exact numbers. Uh, the, the point is, is that like, we don't know the, we don't know how much money this movie would have made it if it came out in a regular market. Um, but but I think how much money it are made you hand holding your camera? 
yeah, I don't have anything to put it on. So it's just on my, <laughs> my legs. So I'm just like bouncing up and down. Uh, I, I mean, I think when it comes to box office sales, box office sales, a terrible way to determine whether or not a movie is good or not. Yeah. It just like it can deter it. It's influenced by way too many things, especially since a lot of people will go and see a movie in theaters and then they will say like rent a movie that's really good later. Like the Shawshank Redemption flopped at the movie theater mm-hmm. and now it's number one rated film of all time on imdb because it's an absolutely amazing movie that oh, people it's phenomenal just, the people from the trailer were like i don't i don't care about this movie but then as reviews started coming and people could start getting it on dvd and mm-hmm. renting it they started seeing it more so uh tenet tazi lead us off with all of your problems about it and i think each of us can just we'll just go through and talk about how we like what our experience was with it, how we I think the biggest think criticism it, that Tenet gets, and I agree, but I think it's turned into a meme that it's it's kind of overlooked now. But the soundtrack and the dialogue is <laughs> to it's such a meme now, but it's such a big issue. Like if you can't hear I, what these people are saying, you don't know what's going on. And here's so, the thing. Sorry, finished. You're still talking. No, go, go ahead. ahead. I would get it for maybe Inception. But I do not get why people say that about Tenet. There was never a point in Tenet that I thought that the music was overpowering the dialogue. What? Like there were a couple times in Inception, not Inception, in Interstellar, where I was like, okay, this music is getting a little loud. But for the most part, but you could still like, hear what they're talking about. I could they but I could still hear what they were talking about in Tenet. Oh. You just most you just, people can't. The only that's why it's a meme now. Maybe most are people are gonna say the, really... the majority of the world is wrong and you are right in this concern. I have seen a bunch of memes about it, but I feel like it's just people making like, memes. Making people memes people to make, make memes meme. about it. The only time where I thought it was a problem was in the opera scene when they when they get their target and they bring him into the bottom room to swap him for the other CIA agent. That was the only time where I was like, I have no idea what they're saying. I feel like they're communicating important information, which as I look back at it, it was. Because I didn't realize yeah. the men that... That's that the protagonist was with i didn't realize they were sador's men and it's because in that scene he says they're rush that we can't go we can't send you back to the russians mm-hmm. uh and so i think that was the only moment that confused me because of the dialogue the other moments are like when neil is explained is ex- walking through the freeport uh, as they're preparing their plan to take out the Freeport. Mm-hmm. I've looked at scenes of that. The music is very loud there when the guy is talking to Neil. When he's but like I, giving but, him but a I, tour? Yeah, but I, I just totally when I was in the him. theater, both times I saw the movie, I understood I understood yeah. what he was saying. Uh, but re-watching this clips on YouTube, I do see why some people would have a hard time hearing it. Um, here's the thing. I, like you were saying, though, that it is a majority problem I think that's the problem right there is that just because we could hear it and understand it, if the majority yeah. of people are having a hard time understanding it, it it's not going to hurt the movie to take your take your Ludwig Gorenson, you know, just down when we all love the... Yeah, dun, but it's dun, over dun, like, dun, I love dun, you, like the big big lines, you know, that, well, of course. Yeah, but just imagine if in The Mandalorian, the moment the moment they said Grogu's name, it, like Ahsoka's just like, yeah, Ahsoka's like, his Wait, name is Bum. Yeah, I think it is important moments where those those big, bassy, like, pieces of the music like actually hit and it, it you just can't hear what is important and what isn't important and so an average audience member can't differentiate between what is going on and that's a huge criticism that's been made into a meme and i think that has really hurt the hurt the that conversation of the not good part of a film it, you have mm. to be able to hear what they're talking about because it's important or it should be at least or is it important because if it isn't important why am i watching this film mm-hmm. and i think um another huge thing is the color contrast within locate different locate different different locations typically a film the way it's composed in and colored and and stylized um uh, is from you know if you're jumping from country to country to country to country 
and you're trying to get a sense for what's going on and, and following their their adventure as they're going along their journey you have to be able to like differentiate this is a new location but the majority of the film looks completely the same looks absolutely the same which isn't that big of a deal but if you're trying to bring this audience member through this journey that these characters that should have names but don't have names these characters go there's just another criticism if you're trying to bring this audience do they not member, have names they the don't protagonist have names. the the protagonist is the only one who doesn't have a name everyone else has a name i was on uh, Wait, for real yeah it's just named the protagonist i was on here's a letterbox uh comment this is from aaron whoever that is thanks two, aaron yeah thanks aaron <laughs> shout out two and a half stars hello my name is christopher nolan welcome to my master class Today, I will be discussing how I add emotional depth to my characters. First, I add woman, then I add child, dot, dot, dot. <laughs> uh, and we're done. Thank you for watching. <laughs> See, that just makes that's no not, sense. That's not really a criticism. None, other, uh, none of his other movies does he have a woman and child but together. Also, but also, that's the problem, is you, ha you have to be wait, able to wait, attach wait. to these characters. And if wait. these characters are just random-ass people, how do you connect with them? I mean, how do you connect I, with somebody named protagonist? I mean, I disagree with that. I think, I think Nolan made a decision which was one. He's he's sort of borrowing from what he did with Dunkirk, which was I want to put you into a situation. Which, to to give you credit, Tazi, Dunkirk I think worked better than Tenet because we have the history that supports exactly. what's going on yeah. versus Tenet, where Some we are we're science fiction. But here's the thing: this is why I've liked this is why I've liked Tenet on subsequent viewings. Tenet is a movie that has rewarded me watching it every single time. First time I was like, that was pretty cool. I didn't really understand what was going on. Second time, after I understood the relationship between Neil and the protagonist, once I understood who the protagonist was as a person based on what he does in the movie like just based on his actions i can tell who his character is so in a lot of ways nolan was just completely embracing show don't tell where i am putting you into this situation right when it begins for this character and you are just going to see who he is by what he does you know he's a cia agent that is recruited by a secret agency called tenet that's all you got he's a secret agent all right, we have he that. He really loves his hot sauce. <laughs> yeah, but there's no like history to this guy. He's just a secret agent. Like we don't why care is his if history he died. Relevant? I mean, I wouldn't give. Why a is shit. why is his history? Here's relevant? the thing, James Bond. Do you ever see his history? Do you ever see Tom Cruise's history in Mission Impossible? Yeah, you do. In 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 Mission get, Impossible? Whoa, whoa, no, no, no. In yeah, in, you do. James Bond. You don't get in James, James Bond's Bond. history until the third movie in the series. If you're talking about the newest James Bonds, the third movie is we finally discover who he is, how I mean, he was raised, yes, why Skyfall, he joined the military. You, you barely you get a little bit when they go back to his house. It's all about his it. history. It's all about his past. Casino Casino Royale is Casino not Royale about his past. Don't is really not about anything. A, neither of them are. Like you get to know that. James's character through how. And yet he you has. really love those characters and you get to know the characters even though they're characters with no history see uh, here's the thing when but it I'm comes to okay oh, so sorry, james ahead, bond sorry. is a franchise james bond you you've built th there's a backstory behind this character who we know as james bond already embedded in the audience members <laughs> that are going to watch these films it's not just some one-off film that you're trying to explain this science fiction nonsense that doesn't make sense for future history which is not a thing. <laughs> history is past tense. Are you so sure, Tazi? I'm pretty history. sure. I'm pretty sure the so future that is it. What is Back to the Future? That, oh, oh, okay. What happened? Uh, it said I have unlimited minutes now because the what? host upgraded it for the Zoom meeting. I don't know why it says that. It, doesn't just, just, means, it just means that we went past the what thirty minutes or something or twenty minutes something. Anyway, no, it's still recording. Who cares? I, I almost <laughs> actually exited out of my audacity. Well, here or here's here's where I take issue with that with what you're saying about James Bond as part of a series. So therefore, we already have this connection to him in James Bond's first movie. Uh, what is it, Doctor? Is that Doctor No? The, the I didn't classic, watch My name's Bond. James Bond. That's okay. Sean Connery, who is yeah, not I know. the first Bond. But Sean Con is he not the first Bond? Who's the first Bond? I, don't believe I thought so. Sean I don't Connery. Know. I think we're getting. Okay, okay. Oh, never mind. Wait, no. Topic. 
Oh, wait. You're, For it me, was. the first James Bond that I ever watched It was, was Dr. No. The first James Bond movie I ever watched was Casino Royale. Within Casino Royale, and I didn't know who James sure. Bond was uh, up to that point. The most information I had on James Bond was from a Mythbusters episode that I had watched when I was like eight years old, where they okay. did where Regardless. they did those myths. But but no, no, but here's the, the important here's what I'm just the point I'm trying to make. When it comes to characters within a movie, I don't think everyone's going to identify with them. Like there, that's just an issue with characters in general. Okay, well, okay, and that's so fine. Good, good I'll give characters. You that. Good. Not characters. everybody's gonna connect with them, but there has to be some sort of character development over the span of the film that we are watching. Why right? does there have to be character development? Because it's a movie. We want to love these characters. We want to fall but in love with Captain them, Am- and if they die, we want to be impacted by them. Captain America never changes as any of his movies. In fact, the world changing around him and his ability to not change, him being a static character is what makes him interesting. Yeah, but that doesn't make this protagonist interesting. But within Tenet... And there is an arc for Captain America in all of the films. Just because he has this one way of living and he goes, he has to, that is challenged. And then he has to remember this is who I am in all of the films is an actual arc. He is challenged. His character is challenged. Okay, do you have to have, can't you have an interesting story around the main character and, but just have like kind of like a, I don't believe he's a vanilla main character. Hello. Yes, Javi. I don't know if you guys can hear that. I don't know if my mic can hear it, but somebody's yelling outside. Oh, okay. they're like, Tazi, stop um, shouting Tazi. about Tenet. But okay, do you, need to, do you need to have a, uh, a compelling main character of vanilla. Okay, we can say the what ifs character. all day long. We can say no, the but what I'm ifs saying, all day long. I'm saying, but the I don't think he's the vanilla. Impactful but... movies yeah. that we have grown up with, they have these elements, and they have these elements for a reason, and we remember them for that, those reasons. With Tenet, it's just a one-off film. Well, it's just nothing. It's just throw away. I forget well, it the next next I week. Mean, and I, we're talking about think, the sound and the you, memes and all you, that stuff. If okay, you like Conception, right? Who would you say the main character in Inception? Would it what? would it be would it be Leonardo DiCaprio or is it what's Alan Page? Elliot what is your Page question? Page. Watch your mouth. Yeah, we can't you, call her that anymore. <laughs> who do you think is the main character in that movie? Because Leonardo if DiCaprio, because he was paid you think more, it's and Leo. more lines. Yeah, but that doesn't make speaking, you the main character. Technically, that does speaking, not make them the wait, main you character. You think you think Elliot Page's character is the main character? Yeah, that is. I wrong. think that's what the audience is supposed to. Like that is the character that the audience is supposed to like be. They are them. Oh, and so oh, they're experienced. They are the main that has nothing character. To do with, of, yeah, that's just the, the, the that's just she's view. the audience. She is the audience surrogate in the movie, or I guess I, I don't know. Is how that to the refer. right term? I, I don't know. Surrogate? You know, I audience so. surrogate is the correct ter- is the correct term. Uh these the, yellow boxes and, and lines at the bottom of the but, things are but just I, I I wanna I wanna unseen. I wanna pull it back to the idea that that the protagonist isn't an interesting character. Like because Tazi, obviously you didn't connect with this character, you didn't care. I don't know. Oh, I, I don't give a shit about I, the chick who jumped off the boat either. I don't care I about found, these people. I've, here's the thing. Again, I don't think See, these that's are. I don't thing. think what? these are. You don't care about her either. No. Yeah, that that I disagree with. That also. See, I don't. She is, oh. Here, here's here's where I'm at. The first Mission Impossible movie, Ethan Hunt as a character is very similar to the protagonist. He doesn't like the only arc he goes through is I was betrayed and now I am going to get figure out who betrayed me. That is his arc. He goes through a series of events trying to discover who that is. And there's a woman involved that he falls in love with. Within Tenet, there is a man who is presented with a problem. The world will end in a few weeks if you don't do something. He starts to go along the steps of stopping that. And along the way, he finds a woman he falls in love with. But the reason that Ethan Hunt... We, was we there any if, romantic we don't know thing if he, there was i don't know movie, if it's implied romance or not no romance between i think them. you could say there's ro- there's implied there's implied romance but but the point is I, the point is it's not as over, it, the, the point that's irrelevant whether or not he's romantically involved with her know. is irrelevant my point with that is the reason we love ethan hunt more is because we've had what like seven movies with him now where over that course of time we've given him more backstory we still don't know who he was prior to that first movie but we now know he had a wife that he had to lose we've seen him go through all these different adventures we've seen him become more sarcastic and less nihilistic like 
there's a lot about Ethan that we've learned through time. So Tenet, I don't think is going to go down in the annals of history as the best movie ever, because Tazi, you're right. Nolan doesn't take time to really make us super care about him. But similarly, I don't think Nolan's, in, I think Nolan's intention is to take us on this roller coaster with the protagonist as the audience surrogate. He doesn't know what's going on, but as we relive time with which within Tenet is possible, you can loop through, like Neil literally is living in a time loop within the movie. See, okay. That every time you rewatch it, you actually grow more and more attached to these people. And from everything I've looked at on social media, that's been the response that I've noticed the most is people who've rewatched it like six times. They're like, I care more I and more about these characters every time though. I watch it. Okay, I'm a, okay. I'm a, I, there's, there's a lot of things wrong with it. I have more criticism. <laughs> Real quick, okay. And okay, if, if we're going by what Justin said, whereas the protagonist is the audience surrogate and Neil is the person like the like almost like the main character, why is that not the same as like did just because your audience like, surrogate can be your main character as well? Yes, like you're not you don't, no, they don't understand have to be that, but like, Page. But like ha having a audience surrogate doesn't mean they need to be the most important character or the most interesting character in that movie. Neil is a very interesting character. The, the I can't think of her name, but tall lady. Um, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't interesting. I, to be honest, character name movies. Oh, I'm Neil bad. is but, Neil is by far my favorite. But they're character and they're like I find him very interesting. Interesting character. I find him interesting that he's in a loop, and that's it. Like after that, though, I don't care. All right. Anyway, Brent, continue. Sorry, but I I don't think you need to have the person that you're following or the person who is meant to help you understand the world which in this case is kind of hard to, but the person who's, who's meant to help you understand the world is meant to be the most interesting character. That shouldn't be the thing that turns you off in the movie. Yeah. I read this uh, letterbox thing. Hold on. Hilarious. Oh, more letterbox? Yeah. Okay, cool. cool. These, these reviews are hilarious. Hilariously ex expensive, convoluted, and up its own ass. Like, so dumb, loved every second of it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, Tazi, I, mean, I, think, I think we've we've laid out our ideas about character within the movie. So Tazi, I think level another, another thing, criticism. Another, I just feel like these movies, because they're so expensive, sometimes their production design can be lazy. The whole Call of Duty-esque, like, random location battlefield scenario, I hated that. I just didn't feel it at all. I felt like it was stupid. I felt like they were just trying to put this inversion uh idea into a battlefield scenario and they didn't really like explore why this place was relevant or if it, if it was relevant or there was just they no did. could no they didn't yeah they they that's literally sador sador on the boat has a long conversation with the protagonist about how stalix 12 is where he lived and how after the nuclear reactor went off there, he was the first person to volunteer to go in and gather the plutonium. And instead of returning it to the Russian government, he steals it. And that's where he starts making weapons. It's because he stole a thing of plutonium and sold it. And that's how he got his nest egg. So it's very and important that is to him. the battlefield location? And that's the battlefield. It's where he used to live. It's the abandoned city where he used to live and where he grew up. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. That's because you only watched the movie once. You only watched it once. I only watched the movie once because it sucks. <laughs> it didn't make me want to go watch it again. After seeing it for the first time, being completely not wowed and not like baffled by this glorious film that's supposed to save the theater industry, it just didn't, I didn't catch anything that was, that, nothing caught my eye. And right, so well, I was like, ah, gross. And I was super excited for this film. And I just think it let me down so hard. I went and watched <laughs> Star Wars, uh, The Force Awakens, I think, with my family. And it was, that was a garbage film. But the Oh, trailer, man, we're going to have to talk about that again. We're going to, Force Awakens, I mean, the first one of the new trilogy. No, I or think do you mean was, Rise of Skywalker? Was, I think it was, yeah, it was, no, it was, okay. it was Rise of Skywalker. Okay, yeah, that okay. makes a little more sense. It was Rise of Skywalker. The first one is kind of bad too, but they set up a lot of stuff anyway, and they screw it. I have, <laughs> Never mind. I have problems with that. Rabbit trails, rabbit trails. The they happen, trailer for Tenet during that film's uh, opening or during the film's 
movie trailers, whatever, was just the opening scene of the film. And that got me so hyped. I was so excited. I, cause they played the whole thing. And I was, I look back at my dad. I was like, did we just walk into a different film? Like, what is this? But I love it. And that got me so hyped for the film, but yet it, I felt like it fell flat so hard. Cause after that, I just feel like it just, just took a jog and, and left the film did. Cause I wanted to get to know this guy who, I don't know what he was doing at the beginning. He was asleep or something like that while he was waiting. He's just chilling. He's just, just chilling. chilling. Yeah. Just, just, just not, sleeping before he has to go. He's not in. sleeping. He flips the little bullet and he goes, yeah. And he catches goes, it. Bing. I knew it was something like that. I keep thinking he bit the bullet. Like, I don't know why though. Literally. Yeah. Instead of like actually, figuratively. Uh, yes. But I feel like after, like, I wanted to get to know who this guy was. This is the main character of the film. I'm going to fall in love with this guy. And I don't know, he's going to be a great character that, you know, people could look up to. And, and there could be some moral to the story uh, based off of what this guy does within this journey that he goes to. And he, he you know, we, we follow this character. But it just totally went off the rails. I feel like if they just made a good move, they could have made a good movie by just following like basic filmmaking and character development principles rather than trying to reinvent the wheel to simplicity is key. Simplicity is 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 way better than all of this complex, convoluted, just garbage of a film to make everybody confused. Like you can't just like go out and make a film about something that nobody knows that the but that is what nolan does so it i don't know there's there's a lot there but i think the majority of the audience members the reason why it wasn't received well is because you have this big hype around this film and yet it falls flat from basic filmmaking and, and character development principles if that makes sense I feel like I, I do agree in a sense that it feels like nolan got caught up in the concept way too much like, yeah. I'm sure if you look at Nolan's prep for the movie, it was just drawing after drawing of every scene of every sequence of how everything worked. And I have full faith in Nolan that the world he created and the mechanisms of the science will all work out. But I will say that on my first viewing, I was so confused. And even looking at, so there's, I can't think of the YouTube channel. There's a YouTube channel that did these 3D versions of every scene with color coded, here's who's inverted, here's not. I watched the Freeport scene. There's a point in that Freeport scene where there's like four protagonists and three meals simultaneously. And I did not understand how it worked. I didn't know that at the end of the movie, even watching twice, that Neil gets shot in the head. I didn't know that was Wait, Neil. Wait, you didn't know that? No, yeah, I was because I was so confused why the protagonist was crying at the end of the movie. I was like, why is he crying? Because Neil has to go down and get Neil, shot. Neil, yeah, and then I get it because Neil was going to invert to go get shot, but I didn't get that because, and obviously that's probably the the. But I think it, I didn't get it not because it wasn't clear because it is very clear. Literally, that they have a little orange dingling thing. On his backpack so that you can easily identify it as Neil. The reason I didn't get it was because I was trying to understand what was going on with all the inversion. And mm -hmm. so there is this there is this balance that I think you can strike between a confusing concept that's really cool and clarity. I think uh, Inception did it really well. The mm -hmm. first time I watched Inception, I didn't understand everything but I understood it enough that it didn't take away from my enjoyment of the movie. Um, and over the course of time, as I've watched Inception many more times, now I fully I understand Inception how the dream is, works is, and everything. I think Inception is great because you follow this one character in his journey. Yeah, That's what makes it great because that's a simple message. It's a simple thing. This guy is has found law like he has lost something and he's trying to gain it back just ultimately you know without all of the extra stuff that goes around which is totally fine and it helps to to push him forward mm -hmm. you can't just make somebody the main character and have no like purpose for him i feel like he had no purpose like his purpose was to save the world it just felt like another like uh 
blockbuster action film rather than uh, a good cinematic storytelling movie you know Mm -hmm. it just felt like this big explosions in this crazy you know sci-fi world and you know we're in this like abandoned place and like there's just it just felt all over the place from like a blockbuster transformers-esque kind of film rather than a this is a good movie about good people or at least characters oh hi there annoying isn't it just turning around here guys go support us on patreon if you want to hear more of the episode you're gonna get some great goodies there like early access to these episodes that sounds pretty great we have a discord so if you ever want to yell at tazi in person or but not in person over over online you can do that you have to pay for the privilege to do that. You know, this is sounding less and less appealing as I talk. I'm going to shut up now. Which yeah. movie would you rather watch, Tenet or Transformers Dark of the Moon? Transformers. Tenet. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Tazi, I'm going to, I need to question your cinematic Here's why prowess. Here's why, why would you watch, why would you choose to watch Transformers? Because I know. Tenet? Because I love Optimus Prime. What can I say? And Bumblebee. Okay, my, my well, I, so you're saying uh, I've that fallen you, in love with movie, these characters over you... the past few movies, even Tazi, though does Shia LaBeouf or Mark Wahlberg have amazing uh, character Mark. developments in those, in those Transformers <laughs> movies? No. no. She's, oh, wait, she's not 18. She's not 18 yet. Uh, we're protected by the Romeo and Juliet law. It means that I can have <laughs> sex with this underage girl. My face, face is my warrant. <laughs> I Don't will admit. Was that Age of Extinction? That's Age. That's yeah, that I think is. Age of Extinction. Yeah, yeah I think so. The one with the, the hunter. The one where they go. The one where they oh, go yeah. to China. And then the, the dinosaurs are in it for like two the seconds. Last quarter of the movie for like five <laughs> minutes. And that's but it's wait, fun. But here, quick question, Tazi: Would you rather watch The Rock or Tenet? The, the Rock wait, is the one the where rock, they take the over Alcatraz, right? The Rock is where they take over Alcatraz. Oh, I've never seen that film. Oh, lame. All right. You should watch The Rock. It's pretty fun. I was just trying to get it. You think Michael Bay is a better director than, uh, oh, than Christopher Nolan? No, definitely not. <laughs> definitely not. That's another reason why I'm so disappointed is because I know he could do so much better yeah. than Tenet. I think that's why why this movie is not up there for me in terms of movies that i would want to rewatch, and i i do here's the thing as much as i've been i've been protecting the protagonist john david washington's character who let's put this way let's just call the character john like if your goal is to make him sort of just like a generic hero yeah name, name him, him john. john my uh, character's names are john and kent like those are two ooh. very generic names oh sorry uh but but john john's character kent. is rather one note he is a generic he is a generic hero with his only flaw being i don't know what's going on like that is his major character flaw that leads to him stumbling is that he just doesn't understand what's happening to him so that leads what's happening to, to him and it seems like he's new at this because he doesn't what what i thought they were here's one thing i thought they were going to do but they didn't really i mean they kind of like reference it every once in a while but it really seemed to mean anything was he's he seems like he's not a spy normally, but then when he gets put into the tenant program, he's now a spy, but he's never done this before because Michael Caine makes a comment about it where he's like, uh, usually we like dress better or something like that. Oh, he's um, referring to snooty. No, and then I think What's Her Face Michael makes a comment about it as well. And he's ta- like the way he talks and everything like that, it sounds like he's trying to fake it or something like that, but it doesn't sound quite right. And I feel like a couple, I'm pretty sure that the lady makes a comment about it as well. He makes a comment about his character, and this is just one of those show don't tell things. His character is someone that doesn't understand high society. He buys a cheap suit and doesn't understand yeah, exactly. why people, and if you were why a people spy, are calling him out that. on that. But not I feel necess- like not necessarily. I think James, that's a James I... Bond. A James Bond spy might know that. Yes, but a spy, but a regular is CIA know, like, agent might not. Not, yeah, but he might not know. I knows all. A, like you're supposed to know that stuff, and it seemed like okay. Here's the thing. Okay, Sorry then here's my problem. If it wasn't supposed to be like that, then it really seemed like that, and it 
it seemed odd if they were if he was supposed to be a trained spy and he seemed really out of place most of the time i think that's a if, small that, if that wasn't their if that wasn't the their choice ones. if that wasn't the choice then that was a bad that was a like that would just seemed odd to play it like that it just seemed weird in the movie unless and they and if it was a choice they should have gone further with it and actually like done something i don't know what else they could well, have done with it but it just made him seem weird and mm-hmm. it it inconsistent I mean, almost i mean sort of see the thing is when he goes in to meet with michael kane he doesn't understand that michael kane is like this is a highfalutin restaurant you should be wearing a nicer suit so he buys him a nice suit when he talks to the cat what throws her off is she says broke. she says we were vacationing in the caymans and he says that's an expensive vacation and that ticks her off like no for a really really wealthy person a trip a five million dollar trip to the caymans is not expensive that's it yeah the cayman thing Same. which he which why like he should have why would any just regular spy making a, a eighty thousand a year why would he record like re- do enough research to understand is. that a five million dollar vacation to the caymans is not expensive i feel like this is because she should know who she's dealing with he should know who she's who he's dealing with, and like, like it seems a, like a very one slip up. Seems like a very in the entire conversation. I feel like he's inexperienced for saving the world, just in general. Like why this this random ass dude? Because he's the leader of Tenet, so he sends everyone back basically to recruit himself into the program. Oh yeah, that is right. That is right. That's why they choose him <clears throat> because he's the, because later it he is becomes him. the person in charge. Yeah. Yeah. Um. All right, Tazi, do you have any other major uh, major complaints to talk about? So, okay, this is what Sam says. This is one and a half stars. Teacher, the test isn't that confusing. The test. Get it? It's tenant. So you're saying it's confusing. Yes, it is confusing, but so are a lot of things. No, um, I, <clears throat> I understand that. But, okay, I understood it. When you're Christopher Nolan and you're you're thinking about making a film, who was that? Did somebody just yell in the background? Yeah, Brent, what's up? Oh, Brent just unplugged his internet. Oh, he's frozen. Just make sure you're still recording. You're <laughs> fine. Just, you, you, we we can still record yourself in here. Just log Let's... back in. Let's talk about Brent while he can't hear us. I mean, he Brent, can hear me from the other. He way. looks like he's balding. Look at it. Look at his That's head. That's not a nice thing to say. Why <laughs> did you say that? You're a jerk. Gosh. Um. Well, while we wait for Brent, uh, now is a great time to do an ad break. Uh, <laughs> today's ad is for. Um, Are you gonna do the ad rolls? The Are cinema? you gonna do the intro and the ad rolls? Oh, he's the, gone. The cinema. This is for 24 seven theater cafe. Um, it's a great cafe. Um, he's he's figuring it out. He's working it out. You know. We'll just cut him. Out, cut this whole part out. Oh, for sure. We'll we'll, we'll cut this whole part out. My goodness, I'm tired. We're gonna cut this whole part out. Yeah, Tony. Uh, Tony, we're gonna cut this part out. So if you just want to cut it out for us, that'd be great. Tony, um, we have an editor. Yeah, we got an editor named Tony. That's Tony right there. How long like, have we been recording? Why doesn't only like forty minutes? Oh, we've only been recording for like forty minutes. Well, Zoom is not a recording thing, so that's why they don't tell you. Hey, hey I'm turned. Yay! We're gonna Welcome we're gonna home. start back up right here. What were we talking about? Why didn't you just keep going? You could have just um, kept on going. Because you were you because I don't, we were waiting for you. We wanted your opinion. Oh, okay. On what? I don't know. Uh, Tazi, what were you talking about? So, <laughs> Oh, you were saying how it wasn't confusing for you, but that didn't matter because you didn't care about the characters. Yeah, like the the sci-fi-esque part of it, like that wasn't confusing. Like I get the inversion part of well, it. I'm, I'm pretty smart, so. <laughs> he's, he's, he's got a kind of a big brain if no, you know what I'm talking this about. Is, this is something yeah. that I want to ask you guys. What do you think about movies that reward multiple viewings are really good <laughs> i because it just you i get think enjoyment out of the, the movie person. every time you watch it i think movies that that i can watch multiple times are movies that are impactful to me 
that means something to me that I am connected to. This movie doesn't do that. But I, I more mean like movies that that have information that you're not going to notice on the first time viewing. Uh, I think I think the reason I'm bringing this up is because I think there are two levels to this. There are some movies that do this paid, very well, where you understand the narrative through the first time, and then when you rewatch it, you discover these new elements that that deepen your understanding of the movie, but they don't cheapen the first viewing. With Tenet, I didn't understand what was happening, which again, I think this is Christopher Nolan's point, was he wants you to be the protagonist. He wants you to be John, and John doesn't understand what's going on the first time through, but every time you watch it, you understand it more and more. But it, in a way, I don't feel like I'm getting rewarded every time I watch it. I just feel like I understand it more, which isn't the same yeah. thing as feeling reward. I think if I'm an audience member and I'm a, I'm about to pay $15 to see this film with my hard-earned or hard-earned cash from working so much because I work a lot. <laughs> Unemployed. Um, if I am about to spend $15 of money that I shouldn't be spending to watch this movie, right, that's going to save cinema, and I have to go watch it again and spend another $15 because it didn't make sense to me, I'm a little upset. That's why you buy the, buy the Blu-ray for 30 That way you don't you don't have to go see it in theaters. Okay, but you, you said you've really upset about times. times. <laughs> you know what you I'm really upset about? You said you've seen it six times. No, I've seen it twice. There are people hey, who Tazi. on the internet have seen it like six times. See, that's Tazi. my point. Why am I about to, how much money is that? Plus snacks. Okay, well, uh, now it's time for three guys, one stick. <laughs> not keep interrupting me. And I'm using this as a switch this time because you know why? Here in three guys, one stick, um, I like to have fun. And usually I like to incorporate the stick to, with the movie. Um, is that a new stick? Today, this is a new stick. And uh, today I was going to talk about Tenet and it'd be confusing and a long thing. So I just broke this one part off because... Because you kept on interrupting me, so I decided today I'm making a switch out of a stick. Because so far today... from you though, mm-hmm. I'm so far mm-hmm. from you though. Well, next time you come near me, I will hit you with it. Don't worry about that. Justin's right in the other room. I can, I can. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> no, <laughs> I don't feel safe. I don't, I don't feel, feel safe. safe. I think this is the moment where we my wit- superior we weight, where my superior weight to Brent is really paying And that off. shows the power of this that stick. one stick can have over three guys. <laughs> uh, and uh, he's got a good point, yeah. though. I mean, I um, I dove for this door. I didn't want him to whip me. I know I, he's hit me in the head with things too many times. For me and just like not hitting Justin he in the head me. with sticks, the movie Tenet hit us over our heads with absolute mind-boggling time stuff that makes absolutely no sense when you watch it the first time. And still, maybe not every other time, but... You have to watch it six times to be able to understand it. People only so exactly. you're, you're uh, telling me that Tenet... This has been... Hey, shut up! You're saying Tenet spanked guys. us? Our mind. Here's my stick. Tenet spanked our minds. Spanked our minds. There's been three guys... One stick. One stick. Thank you. <laughs> I just want to applaud Brent's just wonderful use of his is three guys one stick time. I'm holding my computer. Time so is over and dead now, Justin. Here, I'll clap like this. <laughs> Good job. Just the one. Just the one. Mm-hmm. Just the tip. Children. Oh, it's Atlantic Swan. <laughs> I always wanted brown shoes. Yours looks like a uh, Gru from um, Despicable Me. <laughs> Justin Despicable says. me. Justin does this mm. one. Gru doesn't sing Despicable Me. Gru? That's true. <clears throat> we will steal. No, Gru, his fingers look like the, the, the Despicable Me nose. Yes, but he is singing Despicable Me. But the mm-hmm. song Despicable Me Despicable is not sung by no. Gru. That is true. I I don't even know what song he was singing. All I'm saying is this is I, I know what like you his said, nose. but Separate then criticism. after you said that, he said, <laughs> Despicable Me! 
Tazi, I love how he was criticizing me and you took it personally. Because I thought he was talking to me. <laughs> Tazi, not everything is about you. Are you sure? I uh, I, I want to. <laughs> so oh tenants garbage. Okay, again, I, I here's 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 where I'm landing on. I tenet. think it's meh. I think of I, all the Nolan films I've seen, it's probably the worst. But, but you're only it. giving him the meh because he's Christopher Nolan. No, I'm anybody else the meh because like, I found it interesting. If if Michael Bay had made that movie, I would have felt the exact same way because I think the concept yeah, in because here's probably. the thing: every time I watch a clip of that movie, I'm still interested in it and want to watch it. I still find aspects of that movie fascinating, and while it is is by far not my favorite movie and while it will not be a movie that i'm going to watch over and over and over again or i'm going to cry to or feel this big emotional connection to it is still a movie that i find intriguing so and my question that's what's important to me with this movie specifically i have a question now for both of you if michael bay did make this film and we called it transformers and you weren't able to understand the physics of transformers would you have the same criticisms as you do or you don't with uh, with if Michael Bay made it exactly the same way, I wouldn't have a criticism about it. Except Michael Bay you doesn't make what? movies like you this. No, you know, actually, no, 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 would. no. Tazi, actually, Michael Bay, in a sense, did make a movie like this. It's called Six Underground. I had the same feelings about Six Underground as I do about this movie. Here's Isn't my issues. Just a producer but on quick, that and no, he Brian was the director. Directed it. No, he, no. The, Michael Bay was Six the Underground. But, yeah, but, I know. But Six quick Underground. question. But quick. But quick note on Six Underground. Six Underground. For those of you who don't know, is a Ryan Reynolds, Michael Bay movie where Ryan Reynolds leads this team of people that he's faked their deaths so that they can go after evil criminals across the world. Uh, and in that movie, the way that Michael Bay shoots his action sequences it's so hard to tell what's going on. And obviously I think Michael Bay is a very good action director. Like the things he makes are visually stunning. Transformers, you might not like the story. It is a it looks really gorgeous nice movie. Like that movie Big looks explosions. so cool. But it's visually the really explosions cool. Explosions are kind of stupid, but, yeah. but visually, yeah, cool. Six Underground has these really long sequences that are really hard to follow because I don't know where the characters are. I don't know what's going on. Specifically, this one that happens at a penthouse. I am. I was so confused as to what was happening. The only part that made sense was this parkour scene that turns out Michael Bay didn't shoot. His parkour team did. So that's why it makes love sense. Love that scene. Love parkour. Hardcore parkour, baby. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> shout out to the store vlogs uh, who who did that movie. They're really good. But the point the point is that I think it Michael Bay's the way he shot it. I was just as confused watching that movie as I was watching Tenet during those action sequences. In both situations, I couldn't tell what was going on. And it was for different reasons. I felt like I was a scene behind, basically. But Six Underground, I still found entertaining. Like I, and, and that's the thing. I think Six Underground is still entertaining. I think it's meh. I don't think it's the best movie Michael Bay has ever done. I think it's a better than, than Age of Extinction. Uh, but to answer your question, Tazi, yes, if Michael Bay had directed Tenet in the same way, I think I'd have the same reaction. Um, I think maybe I'm even more critical of Tenet because I hold I Christopher so. Nolan to such a higher. I think if Six Underground didn't have any character development or lack there, because Six Underground does have like basic character development, but it's not intriguing as much as say like uh, Goodwill Hunting, for example, yeah. like. Yeah. Those those films stick with you, and it's because you fall in love with these characters, and you can relate and put yourself in those shoes rather than just as big old action sequences for two hours long to be able to keep you your eye engaged because we have a short attention span. I think there's a higher standard that we have to hold ourselves to as filmmakers to be able to incorporate both things character development and action to keep you engaged. Did you guys watch Extraction? Extraction is a great film. Yeah. I love that film. It's uh it's Chris Hemsworth, right? Chris Hemsworth, yeah. Go watch the film. It's there is actual character development and actual action scenes that are phenomenal. Um there's a one take would most people most people wouldn't like one takes, but this is a good film. Same uh, thing I saw with that one take. It was good. Oh, it's, it's good. phenomenal. 
And the director filmed most of it. I'm yeah, sure he was riding on he was riding on the hood of the car that yeah. they were driving to do it's the phenomenal. scene. Phenomenal! It's dedication, yeah. man. I would do that. Hey, Michael Bay shoots most of his own movie as well. Yeah, fun fact. Um, but if we can incorporate films with actual like basic filmmaking principles, like character development and actual story arc, and those things that are like elementary to storytelling. And then incorporate the action sequences of Tenet and and uh, Michael Bay films like Transformers. Then you have a really good, compelling modern film. Because back in the day, you couldn't make a film like that, right? Mm-hmm. So I would say we have to hold ourselves. Even Christopher Nolan, who is this world class filmmaker, to a higher standard rather than just say, ah, it's met and there's like a. a kind of just like a it's okay because he's christopher nolan film you know if that kind of does that kind of make sense that's where i'm getting at with all of my criticisms it's not because i want to hate on the film it's because i want to hold ourselves to a higher standard as filmmakers Mm -hmm. and other filmmakers to a higher standard as well there has to be some sort of like rule book to play by and it's elementary that we can't get to those get to those points yeah. and, and and reach those goals you know or follow those rules yeah. but the long and short of it is christopher nolan made conscious decisions about eliminating character stuff like backstory for the yeah. sake of his action and his concepts yeah. and it's hurt people's connection to the movie yeah yeah and i think people well, this oh sorry go ahead Brent. that is 55 minutes that's um currently so and if we're putting stuff in here, that's probably we'll have to wrap it up now. What were you gonna say, Justin? Finish up what you were to say. Oh, okay. Yes, I was gonna finish something up. What was I gonna say? I thought you were gonna make a comment, Brent. I'm sorry. I wasn't um, gonna make a comment. I was saying that we're getting long. I don't remember what I was about to say. Uh, I don't it was something about story and character. I, I was gonna say this. I was gonna say I think it's interesting because I don't know if there's a right answer to this. I think some people will argue with you that like this is their favorite movie of all time and that they don't Which care about the character. They would have that never they, saw any other film. <laughs> but they, I think that's an objective, like not objective. That's a subjective thing that some people value. Some people value different aspects of movies over others. But I guess the question is. As a filmmaker, because you said Christopher Nolan's a world-class filmmaker, but is he a world-class storyteller? No. So I think there's so. something that's different but between being a storyteller and a filmmaker. Can be combined to make a great film. Yeah, I, and I you think know, that's I, true. I think being a filmmaker and a storyteller are two different things, but combining those two things into one human being, I think you have you make movies that that live on for the rest of our lives, like mm-hmm. Shawshank Redemption. Like that's a beautifully shot, beautifully filmed, film-made film, if that makes mm-hmm. sense. I feel like that's the wrong term. It definitely sounds like it. But it's also well, it's a good story. phenomenal storytelling. Yeah. 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 But it's filmed perfectly too. Like it's yeah. not like it's, those movies span the test of time. And as filmmakers, that's what we should strive for rather than just strive to make a movie because we want to make a movie about this certain thing, you know? You feel like Tenet wasn't trying to actually tell you anything. Yeah, like I didn't get anything from it. I didn't come out of the theater and think about it afterwards, and I wasn't impacted by it, Yeah, you know? Whereas, like, Extraction, I've watched Extraction three or four times because I want to go back and see this guy's journey over and over again because I feel like I think I get something from it, you know? Does it being part of a real-world event make it less important to have enjoyable or have deep characters no i don't think it's because no i'm not saying i'm saying dunkirk dunkirk the main character he talks like three times in that entire movie and yet everybody loved that Uh, well i don't think it's about necessarily having deep characters it's about having it's about having something to say and i think dunkirk does have something to say about like courage about strength of will and it's all because nolan was shooting it like here's the situation i don't want to tell you about who these people are i just wanted you to see how they approach solving it so you get like killian murphy's character so why can't that be the same 
So I guess I guess the question the is, what was Tenet trying to tell us about our world, about who we are as humanity and people? I mean, with the main character in Dunkirk, there's no, I mean, there's not a whole lot of, car, he just kind it's, of is there and things happen to him. I think well, he's not, I, a one, bad, I also wouldn't, I wouldn't call him a main, I wouldn't call him the main character. I'd call him the first person of the five main characters that you see. But again, Dunkirk is about strength of will. But why have that one character if he does nothing? About, he's, he doesn't do nothing. Like He just rap- kind of walks around and stuff happens to him. I mean, he's fighting for survival. He <laughs> protects the Frenchman when the French guy is exposed. He uh, is yeah. There's way like, more humanity, in, like for him in that specific inside case. of Dunkirk rather than Tenet. So if I yeah. think Dunkirk is a bad example, because because I do agree with you. This guy does go around and he has a job to do, and he does his job or whatever, and he and he is who he is. And he doesn't really change that much over the course of the film. But if you look at something else that Christopher Nolan has done, literally any other film, uh, two notable being Inception and uh, Interstellar, those films are impactful because you follow this character and you follow his journey and how he achieves his journey and you have the the conflicts and, and, and stuff that changes him over the course of the of the uh time and like there's more than just this guy is is living his life and then he gets picked up to do this and then now he does this and then now we're at this big action scene and then now he has a crying scene and then now it's over with goodbye (laughs) i like your summary of tenet there He's doing something, and then and then they're like, "Let's do something else." And, and then, then he goes around the world. Around he travels the world, a little action bit. scene, and then he cries. <laughs> <laughs> and then he goes, and then everybody goes home. And but but to, to Brett's point, though, again, and this is why Tenet is not my favorite movie. And like you were saying, this isn't an excuse for how it, how he did the movie. Rewatching Tenet multiple times, get, once you under, understand context that Neil and the protagonist both know each other, that Neil and the like the way their relationship works, that when Neil and the protagonist meet in the movie, Neil has already met the protagonist and he's very close friends with him. And then by the time Neil dies, the protagonist still has to go through knowing him and having a relationship with him, all with the knowledge that he's dead. Like there's so, there is a lot of depth in relationship within there, but I think again, it's confusing because you have to like look through explanations of the movie to get all this. You have to watch the movie eight times to get all this. Yeah. And that is a problem. Like, or watch it a twice. I there's think a really, if you watch it twice. I didn't get all get of it. that. From, I didn't get all of that from two viewings. That took Maybe a lot you're of just like, reading. <laughs> But but I think I here's the thing I don't think it's as bad as you are saying it is Tazi I don't think it's a think garbage so. film but I do I do understand where you're coming from that there are that's the fucking that first sorry excuse my language <laughs> Tazi Tazi our relationship is me saying I completely disagree with you but I understand where you're coming from. This one seemed more genuine, though. But like the movie Bridge to Terabithia, I feel like this is just a random example uh, from our own life. For us Lawrence kids, that movie, which is about a young kid, he's having a hard time. He lives in a poor community. He's getting bullied at school. He meets this new girl who comes to to class, and basically, but she basically just takes him on this adventure of imagination where they create their own little world, Terabithia. But people hate the movie because the ending is he chooses to instead of going off with his new friend to go with this teacher on a field trip and when he gets back he learns that his friend has died mm-hmm. that this person that sort of pulled him out of his depression and showed him that life was worth living died in a horrible accident that because he chose to chose to abandon her got to stay with it and for me it was really impactful i guess really the- important but people hate the movie it's it's a really low rated movie. I've found yeah. very few people who like that movie, and Just a lot weird. of it is because of the decision to kill the girl at the end. So it hits all of your understanding of what makes a good Star movie. Wars. 
but it hits all of your understands of a good movie. There's character journey and the girl dying is part of that character journey for the main character. He has to learn to live without her. Mm -hmm. uh, and because of the things he taught her, he is able to uh, help his little sister who is going through the same problems in life that he is going through. He is able to become that inspiration to her and invite her to the magical world that they created. Gosh, I'm getting goosebumps just talking about this. Um, <laughs> but again, Childhood. it's it's this weird subjective thing that people absolutely hate the directorial story decision to kill off one of the two main protagonists. There's two protagonists mm -hmm. in the movie and they kill one. And then in Tenet, Christopher Nolan made a legitimate, not a legitimate choice, what's the word? He made a choice to not reveal to you everything about these characters unless you watch the movie multiple times to fully understand who they are and what their relationships are. So but he basically, also, but he also he's is greedy. Once no, I think money. he made, I think he made a decision. I think that's why <laughs> I can't say that Tenet is objectively terrible. I can only say how I feel about it because there are aspects of the story that Nolan made a choice on that I think some people have had that same reaction I had to Bridge of Terabithia with, that they're like, that relationship between Neil and protagonist is beautiful. And the, 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 all this crazy sci-fi stuff even makes it more beautiful mm -hmm. of how their relationship works out. But to you, it's frustrating and it's annoying and it made you not care about the characters. So there's this weird line that we're trying to balance in storytelling. But I think the ultimate question, which is a very long conversation and maybe the next episode, but what yeah. makes cinema yeah. cinema? What makes oh, cinema look at that. cinema? Look at that transition there. <laughs> oh, smooth. I could do this for a living. <laughs> well, um, but yeah, so I, think I think we can, I think we can call it there. The next question in the next episode is, what makes cinema cinema? Because you have Martin Scorsese Morton? saying that Marvel films aren't cinema. Morton. Morton Scorsese. What did I say? Martin Scorsese is from New York. Martin Scorsese. Morton. Morton. I think Morton. I think we can Morton. really dive into that Jewish... next time. Morton is the rabbi from down the street. I don't think we're allowed to put that in there, Brent. All right, we're like gonna cut Martin. it off here. Goodbye. Wow. Just I just like how Kazi gave me all the power here in the outro. Uh, he just, like, again, his tenet theory sucks. He doesn't understand cinema. And I know I critiqued tenet as well, but that's completely irrelevant to this conversation. So, guys, if you just want to leave a comment down below to, to let Kazi know how much you disagree with him and how much he's an idiot, you, you leave that like and you leave that comment if you want to crap on tazi early you can visit us at at, at patreon.com forward slash film feast where you can crap on him early you can hear the episode early and crap on him before everyone else think of the power you hold also if you want to send your hate mail directly to tazi you can email us at info.filmfeast at gmail.com uh, he gets all of those he takes them all very personally so you'll probably get a hasty response uh, to any message you send so you send the hate get the response follow it up with something like uh, with like a with like a spam link which Rick rolls him it's Rick roll Tazi everyone and I think that's it for today. Guys and gals, it's been a pleasure. Uh, I hope we didn't all yell at each other too much. And I hope your ears are not still bleeding. Goodbye.